Welcome back to the Loggy Log Sports Betting Podcast, guys. It's your boy. Sunday, November 2019, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, Eastern Standard Time. Kind of just waking up, to be honest with you. Of course, there's a fucking ambulance going by. I, oh, God. Somebody kill me, please. Anyway, fucking, uh, was at the UFC 244 last night. Wasn't over. I didn't get home until like 4. It's kind of crazy. Um, my 24th uh, live UFC event. It's pretty great. Uh, 10 fights. I would have to say nine of them, maybe all 10 were, you know, I would say good to very good to great fights. I mean, tons of knockouts, tons of hard hitting guys. I mean, that shit live is just insane. Every, every time I go, I'm just floored by pretty much how like every professional sporting event is. I mean, it's just crazy live. UFC is just vicious and brutal, man. And, you know, I've sat pretty close uh, a couple different times. Uh, three times I sat in the first 10 rows. Once I was fortunate enough to sit in the second row. That shit was crazy. That was UFC 205. And, uh, yeah, last night I sat in about, I got a really good price on a ticket. Sat in the 200 level of Madison Square Garden, which isn't really a terrible seat. It wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible by any means. You know, it goes floor, 100, 200, 300, 400. That's how the levels go. So I was pretty much right in the middle. Pretty good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, a couple of fights I want to bring up. They were all like really good. I, I have a lot to say about this, but it's not a UFC podcast. But the Kevin Lee knockout, um, that uh, left kick to the side of this dude's head, man, was just so, so quick, so fast. So much power behind it. It was impressive, and. You know, the way he did it, I mean, he, he threw, he got hit, he got clipped with a pretty good left hand. He throws a punch, kind of grazes him. And and before that, that punch, like, followed through completely. I mean, his foot was in the guy's face. I mean, it was just, whoo. You know, I, I've seen some pretty bad knockouts. That one, I mean, he was out, like, before he even almost, he was out standing up with his fell. And then the quickness for Kevin Lee, I mean, he was out. The fight was over at that point, but... The quickness of him to be able to, as soon as he falls, to just jump on him and catch him with another right hand. I mean, that that was brutal. Then, uh, the Nate Diaz, Jorge Masvidal fight was pretty crazy, man. I mean, listen, my two favorite fighters of all time by far, Steve Miocic and Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz is just an animal. He's brutal. He, he, he'll never give up. He doesn't really get knocked out. I'm not sure if he's ever been knocked out. I have to check that out. I'm sure he has, but I, I don't think I've, I don't know. I have to do a little more research. It doesn't really matter, but point being is um, I was not surprised, but I was impressed by Jorge Masvidal. For sure. I mean, I, I just wish Nate Diaz would have been able to, uh, to get him to the floor, to get him on the ground, because I think Diaz's ground game is far superior to Masvidal. I haven't really ever seen Masvidal on the floor. Um, so, who knows? But I'll say one thing. His stand-up game is incredible. Granted, Nate Diaz just fought at UFC 241. So, a very quick turnaround. It was pretty much like he went from, uh, you know, camp to fight right back to camp again. That's, that's tough. He said he was battling with a knee injury. 
his eye was already fucked up his other eye not the one that he cut a super gash over anyway you know even you know these guys don't really like each other very much but even in the uh, the post-fight press conference Masvidal you know you can't deny Nate Diaz's toughness I mean he uh, even Masvidal said he's like I've hit guys with some of those shots I hit Nate Diaz with and they just his exact words were uh, you know they crumble like a lawn chair they just fold like a lawn chair and uh I gotta say, I've not—I've never seen anybody hit that hard at that weight. A couple other guys come to mind uh, with that much power behind their punches, but Masvidal, man—I mean, impressive. 112 out of 114 significant strikes. Um, and yeah, I mean, I can't really imagine getting hit that hard 112 times within a 15-minute period. But what are you gonna do? It's a good fight either way. Um. I think Diaz, the last thing I'm going to say about this, I think Diaz gets a little bit of an unfair shake because he did just fight. They do kind of throw him in there uh, when he's kind of compromised. But at the same time, I don't want to see this fight again. Um, I don't think... uh, Listen, man. Diaz is awesome. uh, Nate Diaz is one of my favorites. And he he was outclassed. He was outmatched. Masvidal is no joke. Anyway, I had a good night. That was a lot of fun. I'm glad I went. Okie dokie. Not going to go too long on this episode. I'm exhausted. I have a lot of shit to do today as well. I uh, just want to shout out, say thank you to the tippers. Uh, not too many, but a couple couple decent sized ones. So I appreciate you guys. I don't want to shout out anybody by name. And uh, yeah, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening as always. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, yesterday's podcast with at Jersey Betting Matt. Um, I hope you enjoyed the November 1st podcast. And uh, I don't know. I think that's pretty much it. I got a betting advice uh podcast that I recorded the other night that I have ready for upload. Gonna wait for a little bit of a slow day. Portland last night kind of hurt. Um, I had already placed a bet. Uh, and listen, they, they could have won that game. They were up by two. Uh, they hit a buzzer beat of three. Well, 0.4 seconds left to go up by one and they lost by one. Portland did. And I had put the bet in early and Hassan Whiteside was completely ruled out about, uh, about a 45 minutes, an hour and 15 minutes before the before the tip-off. So, to be honest with you, if I would have seen that before I placed the bet, I probably wouldn't have bet the game. Uh, but either way, they still had a chance to win it, and they did it. So, it wasn't a terrible pick either way. Um, so, yeah. With that being said, uh, let's get right into some picks for you guys. Uh, yeah, thanks again for listening. As always, let's get right into it. Fuck it. Let's go, guys. All right, let's get right into it. Uh, I got a couple NFL picks for you guys. As you know, I'm not a huge NFL better. I'm not the best at it, but I'm confident in one pick. If you listen to the past two podcasts, you already know I'm on the Pats heavy. Still sitting at minus three, uh, about minus 112 at most books, minus 108, minus 110 at some books. Uh, let me just check and make sure on that. I kind of just looked at it, so I'm pretty sure I'm right. So... So, yeah, I guess uh, minus three everywhere. Minus 11, minus 106, minus 110, minus 115, minus 110, 15, 15, 110. So, over under the total is everywhere, pretty much 44 and a half. Uh, The New England money line is anywhere from minus 156 at Pinnacle all the way up to minus 170 at Westgate. If you're in New Jersey, DraftKings or FanDuel has it at minus 151, minus 162, respectively. I grabbed it at minus 156. I'm also on. New England minus two and a half, minus 123, and minus 125. Um, 
I'm not going to go too much into this game. You already know I gave you my reasoning behind it in the past couple podcasts. So jump on New England or don't bet that game. Um, I'm not going to go into too, I'm not going to go into any detail. Just listen to the past two podcasts, especially the beginning of yesterday's, uh, and you'll hear exactly why. I think that the other one I like pretty pretty much here, uh, Seattle. Seattle is only only minus four at home. They open at minus five and a half. Seattle's getting 62 percent of the action. Tampa Bay two and five on the year. Seattle at home is tough, regardless who they're playing. I think this is one of the best and easiest bets of the day besides New England. Uh, so I like that. Seattle minus four. Um, I'm going to jump on it shortly. I'm looking at my book right now. They have Seattle minus four, minus 110. I'm going to go ahead and buy that all the way down, probably to minus three or minus two and a half. Most likely minus two and a half, uh, which would be minus 140. So I'm going to go ahead and do that just to prevent a minus uh, a three-point win by Seattle, just in case. I don't want to push. Got Detroit, got Detroit at Oakland. Oakland minus two and a half. I don't have a picture here, but I do. I would lean Detroit probably. Cleveland at Denver. Cleveland is minus four. I don't have a picture here at all. A lot of line movement here, by the way. 79% is on Cleveland. Minus one and a half. Denver opened up at it, It's all the way five and a half points different. Cleveland minus four. I don't know. Then you got Green Bay uh, traveling up to LA to play the Chargers. Green Bay is minus four. 82% is on Green Bay. That's a little scary. Go ahead and buy Green Bay down to minus three or minus two and a half again. Minus 130, minus 140. I like that a lot as well. Monday night, Dallas at the Giants. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Let's move on to the NBA real quick. Chicago at Indiana. I'm definitely leaning Indiana. It's not a very strong pick, but I'm certainly leaning Indiana. Chicago currently, you'll get them at about plus one and a half. I don't hate the money line bet there at all. Which would be currently about Chicago plus one or two. So either uh, take the plus one and a half, buy it up to plus two maybe, to minus 119-ish, minus 120-ish. Um, or just go ahead and jump on the money line. I like Chicago there. Houston at Miami. I don't know how you don't bet against, uh, how you don't bet with uh, this Miami team. I don't know how you bet against them. Tricky game. Houston, uh, like I said earlier in the year, is overrated. I don't like this team at all. It's not a podcast pick, but I'm definitely leading Miami, plus three, plus four-ish. Sacramento at the Knicks is a tough one. Uh, Knicks have been playing great. Sacramento finally get their first win the other night uh, against Utah. Pretty impressive. I do, with, I definitely would lead the Knicks here, plus one and a half, maybe in the money line. A lot of line movement there as well. 60, uh, 51%, basically even money, uh, even on the bet amount here. Uh, then you got the Lakers at San Antonio. Lakers coming off that crazy win. Um that they should have uh, lost for sure against Dallas. Um, I have to I have to bet again with the Spurs here. Spurs, it opened up as a pick em. Spurs currently plus one. Um, I don't hate that at all. I, I don't hate Spurs at all here, not at all. Uh, money line here would be Spurs even money. Go ahead and take the points there. Uh, Dallas at Cleveland, Dallas currently minus five. I don't know how you don't take Dallas there. And then Utah, the Clippers, Clippers minus four. Uh, as long as Kawhi's playing, minus four Clippers seems like a steal to me at home. Go ahead and buy that to minus three and a half or whatever and take the Clippers. I'm in the NHL tonight. Two games, Calgary at Washington. Washington currently minus 166. Uh, I recommend going ahead and uh, making that a minus one spread bet. Uh, you know, put some money on the minus one and a half line, put some money on the money line. Make sure you put the amount on the money line, uh, the amount that you would win. Bet that amount on the minus one and a half puck line. Then you got Chicago at Anaheim. Uh, the Ducks at home have been a great bet. Um, I like the Ducks here. Ducks uh, currently minus 149, getting 71% of the action. 
Ducks uh, goal line minus one and a half plus 160. Go ahead and make it a minus one spread bet once again there. That's pretty much it, guys. I'm not going to even do an outro or anything like that. I'm just going to end it right here. I hope you guys enjoyed. Let's win some money tonight. Let's eat together. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Hit me up on Twitter. JD Sports Mix at J-A-D-U-L-A-N-I-E. JD.pro11 at gmail.com. Go ahead and send me a tip or a donation or a podcast support uh, on Cash App. Information in the episode description. Um, that's pretty much it. Thanks again to the tippers. Thanks for listening. As always, uh, I'll be back bright and early tomorrow morning with a new podcast episode. Love you guys. Have a great day. Enjoy the game. Take New England. Oh, I did forget to mention one thing, you guys. So, uh, if you listen to the podcast for a while now, you know, uh, while I uh, started making the podcast, I was running a pick-selling service, um, and it was doing pretty well. I decided to go ahead and discontinue that um, for the fact that I wanted to release the best picks that I possibly could on the podcast for free. Um, I didn't want to, I wasn't able, obviously, to release the best picks for free if uh, guys were paying for them. It's not fair to those guys. So what I decided to do is go ahead and start a new package. I'm only getting rid of uh, 10 of each and five of the uh, season-long packages. Uh, basically, my goal here is simply to be able to cover most of, hopefully all of, but probably just most of or some of the podcast costs. Um, so that's why I'm doing this. I'm offering a uh, 10 week-long packages, nine month-long packages. It was 10, but I got rid of one. Um, and five season-long packages. These are NBA total-only plays. No side bets, nothing like that. Either team total or full game total for both teams. Um, if you're interested in that, just send me a DM on Twitter. Get at me. Um, and don't forget about uh, my boy Matt's at Jersey Way Betting. Uh, he's got some fire uh, college football packages. This past week, he went 9-4. and four. You can check those games out with the picks were on my Twitter or his Twitter. I retweeted his tweet. Um, and that's pretty much it. Uh, love you guys. Thanks always for listening. Let's get some money, boys. Let's eat together as always. Mm-hmm.